Hello and welcome to Emergent Machine Learning Lab podcast, episode number two. I'm here with my co-hosts, Austris and Montes. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello, Aldis. Yeah, how are you? Good, good. Sitting at home as everyone else. Very well, very well. So, what you heard from our last podcast with Phil? Any feedback? I had uh, great feedback. A couple of colleagues and also my friends listened to it. Um, seemed interesting topics, and I think we have even more interesting uh, coming up in the in the next few uh, weeks or months. Phil was fantastic as always, as he is, and I really loved hearing good words that we published it in Spotify as well. Yeah, yeah, it was very interesting and very nice, very nice talk. But uh, yeah, and as our podcast, uh, we are running it bi-weekly, so not always we will have someone. So sometimes we need to just talk between us, share our thoughts and uh, actual things. So today, uh, today maybe let's talk about uh, machine learning experimentation. So. Uh, we are doing it for more than two years already. I think it's important to discuss uh, what it means to us, because what I read in the books, like I read uh, about 10 books uh, during this period about machine learning and dozen of articles. And uh, of course, it differs a lot, for starting from nothing special and very narrow something, ending with uh, something quite sophisticated or at least uh, um, ideas about that this is uh, close to some artificial intelligence. And, and let's uh, discuss how we see in real life doing a real job for our clients, helping them with machine learning, how, what actually machine learning brings, what difference it brings to in, into business. I, I think I often see it uh, as we come in as uh, doing machine learning experiments but quickly we switch over or we end up doing data experiments or just doing experiments, business experiments, trying out. And, and our clients often ask us, is, is, is this a machine, machine learning? Or where is the machine learning? Yes, we see the value, we, are, uh, we, we like the results, but uh, uh, was it machine learning enough? Let's say to listeners uh, in a couple of words, actually, how we do that, what it means for us, technically, machine learning experiment. Uh, yes, yeah, so from my perspective, I know we call ourselves machine learning lab, but I would actually say that uh, what we do is we do data-driven solutions. So it's a bit more wider than just machine learning. It's it's a big part of it, of course, and it's an interesting part. Uh, but in general, I think a lot of it is based around like statistics and, and algorithms and uh, stuff like that. We, we do stuff with uh, graph theory and general uh, statistical uh, models that doesn't always classify even as machine learning and of course we do uh, machine learning and some data mining also uh, and I think a lot of it comes from, from kind of the roots of how all of this got popular like 10 or so years ago is that it kind of started uh, with the data mining 
kind of understanding the concept that you can have your data and you can actually get more out of it what you already have and it just developed developed more and more uh, complex and sophisticated models and and we are right here right now that we are doing video analysis and, and image recognition where it all started just from essentially finding uh, repeating patterns in in some log data or just uh, transactional data um, regarding on how we do our experiments i think we uh, also uh, approach it similarly uh, so we are really focused on the kind of business and business uh, problem we want to tackle and then we look at the data and think what could be possible solutions and think of what is the, the best thing we could do in the time we have and what will bring the most value and will will help solve the problem that our client has and so and it's not to just uh, put machine learning for the sake of machine learning or the other way around. Uh, it's often uh, it's quite a big part around the machine learning. So you need a solution, you probably need some kind of reporting or, or something like that. It's, it has to be integrated in some kind of existing ecosystem always. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, it is about, as Munte said, data-driven. It is uh, finding new data. It is uncovering new value in the data that client already owns or or maybe that client does not own but merges together with external data. Yeah, I remember when I first read uh, the article about forecasting, I was uh, surprised about the, the idea that doing forecasting, actually you generate data that you don't, that don't exist in your systems. For example, you take data from, from your ERP system and generate 10 points of forecasting, like for 10 weeks, probably. And you have new 10 data points that don't exist in your systems. So you create, uh, you uh, like using predictive analytics or some uh, classification techniques of machine learning, you actually create new data that don't exist. Yeah, and, and usually how it can be useful is that uh, if before you had kind of data points, then with machine learning you get this kind of abstract model and what you can actually do is you can uh, say check or validate different uh, assumptions around the data since you have this model that describes the general situation. So you can see what's happening between the kind of existing points uh, or, or how a different configuration would, would play out and you're kind of hopeful that the model represents the real situation. and. Uh, and you can have a continuous data versus just a bunch of data points as before. Yeah, and what do you think um, about um, the idea that uh, actually machine learning and BI split during these years? So uh, I remember five or ten years ago, BI was a very huge trend. So everything BI, business intelligence everywhere. So it's the main business driver. It's a data-driven culture, data-driven uh, data decision-making. And then on some some point, uh, machine learning appears. And uh, it, for some time, it, if my feeling is that these are separate disciplines. Like there is a machine learning and there is a BI. They can be separate disciplines somewhere in universities maybe. But in real, but but they can be together. They can be in in real life in companies. They are based on data. They need to bring that intelligence, and machine learning is part of uh, which enables the intelligence. Same as uh, like I don't know, 
driving the car and it recognizes the cars in front and there is machine learning involved as well. So it's, it's, it's joined together. It's a machine learning appliance, which we are uh, tackling in our experiment. But maybe that is how we understand it. And now after uh, two years of experimentation in this field, but uh, don't see that uh, it's very common for businesses or even for BI guys. They are more or less looking at the structured data and common data sources. Yeah, I can on, on my side uh, agree on, I see it as being split and I think it's very important. Like we have these like uh, buzzwordy hot topics around uh, the machine learning and new models like what big companies like Google or Facebook are doing. Uh, but uh, what is, I think is kind of a little bit missed there that it's separated should be separated in two parts one would be one would be the kind of applied business side of this so using uh, models uh, to, to solve actual business problems it's a lot of what we are doing uh, and the other part is research which is essentially uh, developing these models that are able to do something they usually get developed because some problem wasn't uh, wasn't solvable before and you need kind of a new technique to solve it um, but those can also be uh, developed kind of in vacuum without a business problem in general uh, so uh, a lot of the articles are, are around that but actually not that many companies are doing that kind of developing completely new models and uh, i think these kind of should be separated because I feel that the, the kind of business solving part is really, really close to the BI still, and it should uh, should be there because what you're essentially doing is you're creating like a sup supplementary data or enriching the existing data by gathering a lot of background sources, putting them all together and getting kind of new insight of what you already have. So if you have a report, maybe you want to add some uh, risk measurement or some estimations of how it will be used, uh, do or do some forecast. And it's just kind of another way of how to look at what you have already, just supplementary. And it's very close to the business problem. This kind of other research part, I agree that it could be split um, but uh, I think it's still very, very, should be very close to the BI solutions and a lot of those um, kind of out of the box solutions and stuff already kind of proving that there are a lot of uh, standardized use cases that, uh, that have already. Are, are we maybe close to a point when BI, uh, business intelligence guys, and not just business intelligence, any developed solution guy using machine learning without knowing much or thinking that it is machine learning, like using some functions, APIs that are built in in the Power BI's or, or, or cloud development studios. And those are set of the ML techniques. They deliver the result, but you don't need to think even that, ah, that's ML or that's mathematics. I'm just using that API call and it is giving me improved results. Yeah, sure. That is what all these uh, pre-trained AI models uh, provide, that you could uh, do a translation or sentiment analysis or yeah. extract features uh, and stuff like that. My feeling is that uh, there is some gap of, uh, uh, not gap of understanding, but gap of uh, uh, this big picture and having it, this picture uh, separately, BI and machine learning, maybe they are so uh, focusing focusing on the BI part and uh, on uh, how to how to let's say how to 
show differently existing data. Actually, what the BI do, uh, they, they take all the data in an enterprise, put in one data source, probably in data warehouse, and then try to slice and dice this data in a way that uh, it brings some business value. But in ML, adding ML to this story is actually to create new data. Yeah, I think this is the kind of differentiating factor, why these things have a bit separate paths. And I also think that BI is a bit uh, like from kind of infrastructure and the tool set available for everyone is a bit ahead of machine learning. We see a lot of machine learning frameworks uh, don't uh, as and, and like studios and stuff like that coming uh, coming around from all of the big companies now. Uh, but uh, for BI, we had that for years already, so it's a bit easier. Uh, but I think they should be together, and at some point when they kind of both are the same level of maturity, they will combine again and uh, will be kind of naturally together you would have BI solution that you just add columns and have forecasts. I like how you all said that it's about looking differently at existing data. I think it's that's the nature or, or uh, root of our experimentation as well, like uh, trying out new things, stepping out in unknown grounds and applying some techniques or algorithms or whatever from from different business areas from different industries maybe even and and looking for new results and knowing uh, not being afraid that uh, they may not deliver the value we may fail we will learn from it we will need to look for something else do it on quick pace try out different things but experiment for for unknown results uncover something new yeah yeah it's but it's not always so like um, evident because uh, experimentation is not natural thing and it uh, like it's, it's something risky uh, and doing experiments means that you could also fail and uh, and fail is a risk yeah in recent books i read about uh, uh, experimentation for example like book experimentation works by by Tomke, uh, he's writing that uh, experimentation, uh, uh, the culture of experimentation very important because uh, you will not be punished if uh, you fail. So failure is also a result of experimentation. And maybe it's also a difference between BI and machine learning because in BI, it's very predictable. If there is a number in, the, in a ledger, you will get this number and it will be correct but uh, if you do a machine, if you generate forecast, so it's maybe very inaccurate forecast and then it... Yeah, I also think that that's kind of part of what makes them different. And I think we covered this in the previous talk that experimentation requires kind of a specific mindset and you kind of have to know where you're going in because not always you will come out with a, um, let's say, positive result. Um, but you, you should always have a result. And I think this is also coming from academia on how you should look at kind of research. You should uh, put out an assumption, a hypothesis, and uh, then go for it and try to prove it, whether it's true or false. And then either way, it's kind of a result. So for example, you can assume that you can forecast uh, forecast a specific kind of uh, metric, maybe your, your um, kind of income or something, revenue for a specific client next month. Uh, and 
if you do and you said that you need to be accurate within the 10% or something like that, and you are way off that, then you got the result, but it's a negative result in a form that it doesn't provide any business value because it's not believable, it's not accurate enough. Uh, and from that perspective, the, uh, the experiment is success. It is a success. You've proven that with the current data and with kind of this specific model, you can do this problem. You can do it accurately enough. And then you can evaluate whether you need to improve the data or maybe it's not uh, worth doing it. It requires too much of extra work or something like that. And it's still viable in my in my opinion. That's why experimentation should should be done. Yeah, and for business people, I think it's a huge opportunity because if you want a new uh, new decisions or new insights. Actually, you need you need new data. You you need some different data. You need to look or, at problem differently. If you like, it's a cornerstone of the strategy. So it's something is differentiated. Strategy means that you are using some differentiated approach. So and uh, like in in many industries, I think companies using where is the same data. Uh, and adding some additional data, it could give you a competitive advantage. Yeah. I think from business perspective, particularly, it is important. And our old mantra that uh, the experiment does not guarantee the result. Like experiment guarantees there will be result, but will it be successful or learning result? But what experiment guarantees that the ones, uh, the businesses uh, which are experimenting, uh, they will survive <laughs> those uh, who are not experimenting. So in, in that aspect, that uh, guarantees uh, the future. Can I ask you a question about how the, your, let's say, understanding of applied machine learning changed during these two last two years? From from my perspective, I think uh, what we see in, let's say, our uh, typical clients, what they actually want is they want for us to explore first. They don't always have a, a very specific goal they want. They have the general, okay, they want to improve this or they have this kind of data and they have kind of a vague thought of we could do this and that. Uh, don't actually always know the exact kind of uh, end use for the result and we explore as we go, uh, probably meaning that um, that they don't actually know what's kind of hidden within their data and what can be, and what can be solved. And in some cases, we show that we can do a couple of things. But if we had this, um, this and uh, and that maybe more data logged or just uh, uh, collected somewhere, we could do a bit more. Um, so from kind of applied perspective, I would say not as many. Uh, out-of-the-box solutions let's say as I guess like we know a lot of uh, things like uh, uh, predicting some some how a certain time series is going to move forward like predicting stock market and, and stuff or temperature or the, or the standard tasks right or like let's say um, learning learning uh, experiment tasks not as many as those and a lot of custom things for each of the cases it's, it's different at least uh, how, how we are doing it mm. For me, it, I think it was it was a little bit of eye-opening. You know, at, at the beginning, I was thinking we will be more of inventing, and it ended up uh, applying. I also learned uh, the opportunities, like with the same Microsoft Cognitive Services or with Alikes. Like as a business, you can start using it uh, uh, tomorrow for for little money with 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 not much hardware, just in cloud. The democratization of the techniques, and um, also. 
how much it how much the how much it can be reused across the industries or businesses like some pca plot uh, um, thing that i didn't know in past but the same data categorization we are using for energy or later for market data or for this and that and and there comes this easiness of apply um, apply that technique yeah for me it's three things first is like you mentioned it, this pre-trained ai so two years ago we think that uh, maybe there will be pre-trained ai for everything like uh, cognitive services or sap leonardo services and um, but in real life we see that um, there are quite specific fields where they are they are working very nice like narrow niche things yeah image recognition uh, Uh, image classification, translation, and so on. And uh, yeah, but the other things you need to build te- very tailored, very spe- spe- specialized. Another thing is tools. So two years ago, I think that there will be low-code machine learning tools and everyone will like with a mouse, drag and drop algorithms and, and data. And that is how the uh, machine learning um, algorithms will be programmed, but it's not so. so main tool is python uh, and uh, if you want to build something you need to do it by your hands so using developer power and of course still the most important is the business goal or purpose that someone says that uh, what actually if we can do that with machine learning what it gives us what we can do in a business like if we can predict Uh, this, then we will sell uh, more, or we will earn more, or uh, give uh, give better service to our clients. So, still, so this business goal very very important. Yeah, I think that's also what we've discovered that that comes first, and then how to solve that problem is the actual experiment. Whether this, uh, whether the answer is machine learning or statistics or BI or automation, it's another topic. Um, but yeah, I think Austin uh, told it very nicely that the kind of techniques and from mathematical point of view and, and models that are behind the scenes and working, they are often reused between completely different kind of areas and, and uh, scopes where they are used. Uh, but you actually have to kind of have an an eye for it just to kind of feel this, this gut feeling and what you can use where is I think where a lot of the experimentation kind of uh, energy goes uh, you know the techniques and how they work and then uh, how to apply it in very different scenarios and that is a lot of custom custom solutions as, as uh, all this said uh, there are uh, quite a few cases where you know exactly okay I have these past things and I have to predict this and you, it will just work in like a couple of lines of code and it's that that is it you usually have to work a lot on the specific case on the data you want to feed on the accuracy you want to get and it's very very different from from business perspective and these low code uh, or no code solutions i think they 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 exist there are plenty of tools right there's ibm watson there is uh, uh, the azure studio and stuff um And they work for these uh, kind of narrow down very niche problems like image classification. So, for example, if you want to train your, say, smart drone to to uh, uh, go around your cat or something, you can feed it cat pictures and it will do that, 
right? But uh, if you want to predict something interesting in your business, you will have to create a custom model pretty much always. Yeah, I, I, I want to encourage our listeners. So if you have your own opinion or about it and uh, you want to share it with us, so please write us. Uh, and um, yeah, we could we could invite you to to next some of the next discussions, and also write the comments. So we will appreciate. We will really appreciate it. Or oh, maybe I, you have some interesting topics you want for us to cover in next podcast or something. Or if you are interested to learn more uh, what uh, what we are experimenting around, you can come to our Emergence Machine Lab virtual tour. Uh, yeah, right. That's right. Uh, we just this week launched a new initiative. We think it's uh, it could be interesting for uh, just, just interesting for you. Just uh, sharing our experience in a one-hour virtual showcase. So you could go to. We'll go to link. We will put it into description for uh, for this podcast. So. Okay, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, uh, for listening our podcast, subscribe uh, on Spotify now, and uh, um, see you next time. Thank you, and keep experimenting. Yeah, see ya. <laughs>